Hello Techies, this is Miguelina Betty, aka Catwoman from Tech Valor, and welcome to my live stream. Yay! Just gonna turn on the background music. So today's stream is brought to you by the emotion joy. When was the last time you felt joy? I felt joy when I was watching the it's corn boy oh my gosh i could watch him forever i love that song i love how upbeat and happy he is i see it all the time on tiktok people remixing it and stuff like that it's just so wholesome and i love it so let's see who's here uh so far johan is here he said i'm not missing it this time <laughs> welcome um shay the queen of steel Steeler Nation Kennedy. You have to say the whole thing. It's like a pip name slick back. Welcome. Good evening. Hi, Jojo the Techie. Welcome. So thank you all for joining the live stream. Today we have a lot of cool articles to talk about today. We're going to talk about tech in the media, just general articles. And then this is interactive. So I'll get to chat with you guys in the, in the live stream here. So as people come in, um, I guess I'll just start with the most latest thing, uh, which is tooting my own horn. So I did a thing. Uh, last time's live stream, I actually turned it into a podcast and I'm actually going to continue to do that. So I do need to diversify my content creation because unfortunately I'm no longer monetized on YouTube. And I'm not saying that to be like, oh, woe is Miji. No, nothing like that. Um, definitely a cautionary tale. Um, you can't take a break from YouTube, but you can't take a really long break like I did over six months. Because um, then, you know, YouTube will take away your monetization and you got to start all over. Um, I have the subscribers, not the watch time, but I'm sure that I'll get that back eventually. So, uh, like I said, this is going to be um, a podcast after it's done. Uh, I'm doing it through Anchor. So if you go to anchor.fm forward slash tech valor, um, I'm also on all of your podcasts like Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, all of them, you know, everything like that. And I did also want to mention something cool that's happening uh, with Anchor. So Anchor is partnered with Spotify and Spotify is doing video podcasting. So it says, new platform, new audiences. Upload your content to Anchor, Spotify's free podcasting tool, and discover viewers, viewers on Spotify. How it works? Sign up for Anchor, click on new episode from the dashboard, select quick upload, and add your video. Once published, your episode will be live on Spotify. So the video will be, the video version of it will be on Spotify and the audio version will be on all of the other podcasts so if you are on anchor and you want your video to be on spotify that's something that you can do so definitely um i just wanted to pass that knowledge on forward so more people have come in hello easy hey eric easy computer solutions hey <laughs> hi raymond williams nice to see you Hi, Savage. Nice to see you in the chat. Hey, 504. He said, sup, sup, 504. All right, so I put out a Twitter poll and you guys voted on the first article that, I, that you guys wanted me to talk about. The first article that we're going to talk about is Samsung related. So Samsung Samsung files a patent application for a dual screen phone. A patent application filed by Samsung with the World Intellectual Property Office 
might give us a clue about what direction Samsung might take with a dual screen phone. The patent application is for a smartphone that features a transparent second display on the back. The rear display, when turned off, would be indistinguishable from the rest of the handset back panel. And so it shows an image here of what it would look like. Uh, so the way that it would do it with the camera is th the viewfinder would be on the left hand side of the camera of the rear cameras and then at the bottom you'll be able to take pictures with the shutter button or record you can zoom or use the ultra wide so that's the image of the patent this patent application will probably put be put on the back burner at samsung the application notes that sam's the samsung submission is electronic apparatus comprising transparent display. And while there might be a market for such a handset, Samsung seems to be more interested in making its fold and flip foldables more mainstream. One way it might do this is to produce less expensive mid-range variants of a foldable phone and sell them under the successful Galaxy A branding. So would you guys buy a phone like this from Samsung where it's a slab phone with a display in the front and the back? Let me know in the live chat. So they also filed in the patent, they also find, filed another way that the display would be done. It says image from the patent shows that the rear screen might take up 60% of the rear panel. That's what it looks like there. Now, there is a comment that was made by somebody in this article. It says, it will make putting in it in a case impossible. Of course, the ability to use the rear camera for selfies is really good. I enjoy that with my Flip 4 as well, but I don't need a humongous screen. Maybe something similar to the Razer with an efficient panel. So that's the deets on the patent. Hello, Bradley. Welcome. Welcome. Yes, the pre-show. Hello, Barry. Welcome. Welcome, Barry Johnson. Hi, Big John Tech Reviews. Welcome. Welcome, Uno Nice. Uh, Alien, Alien Saintville. Saintville. I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Welcome. So Uno Nice said, I don't know, a candy bar style slap phone with display on both sides of the phone. I don't know if I have, if I've seen it, hold it or how it would function. I don't know. Well, I'm glad you said that because Samsung is not the only phone to actually come out with a phone like this, where it's a slap phone with a display in the front and the back. And I'll, I'll show you guys that. Hello, BG Tech Life. Welcome. So there is a phone called the Vivo Next Dual Display. And here are some pictures. So basically, it has a display in the front and the back. The front display does not have a selfie camera. It's all display, 100% display. And then the back of the phone uses the rear cameras, which are the best cameras they have to offer and on the phone and you're able to take pictures with it when it's not being used it, it, it just works like a regular display you're able to use your apps and everything like that it's just basically a two display type phone Savage Scientist says, I remember a $3,500 phone that did that. Yes, you're right. And he said the wraparound display. Yes. So I do have a link to that one as well. It's called the Mi Mix Alpha. So the Mi Mix Alpha is a phone that has a display on the front, back, and the sides. So basically it's all display. And it does have a camera array, but the camera array is, uh, is just a line. 
is just a line. So that one is uh, really expensive. I think it's still expensive right now. But this isn't something new that Samsung has done. That well, not done. That Samsung is patenting for. Um, a lot of the times, companies they do patents so that other companies won't um, do the same type of phone. So probably that's what's going on with Samsung. So Savage Scientist said yes, he would want a phone like that. Like the Mi Mix, are you talking about? Uh, Savage said the hardware is more likely outdated. I think that's a 2019 phone. Um, the Vivo, the Vivo Next Dual, I know that one is a 2018 phone. I'm not sure if the Mi, if the Mi Mix Alpha is 2019 or or 2018 probably around there okay so savage scientist says he will want the mimix alpha mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's pretty innovative that'll be something cool to have but i know i wouldn't want it just because it wouldn't be practical for me Johannes, didn't Xiaomi come out with a phone like that with a small display that was interactable? I don't know if Xiaomi did. But in the article, let me see if what what which one they ZTE released a Nubia X. So the Nubia X is like that as well. I don't know about a Xiaomi phone. Oh, Barry said that the Mimix Alpha was released December of 2019. Thank you. Appreciate it. BD Tech Life says it's an interesting device. Yeah, it is pretty interesting um, for these types of phones to be around. But how practical they would be, I don't know. I guess, that, I guess we have to let the market decide. I'm not sure how successful those were because there wasn't a second version out of it. Okay, so we'll move on to our next article. And this is about the uh, VMAs. So Lizzo from Lizzo did a performance on the VMAs. And um, it was really cool because basically she was in front of a really big display and she was dancing and all of the images behind her was all timed out perfectly to when she was dancing and that was really cool as a person who creates videos i can definitely appreciate something like this being made all the hard work that, that goes into it not only with the dancing from lizzo but the people who created the video and made sure that everything was timed correctly So that was some pretty cool technology thing in the media that I that I just wanted to show everybody and talk about. Um, now, this isn't the first time this type of display or uh, this type of media with tech has happened before. In 2011, Beyonce actually um, did this with her song, uh, Who Run the World Girls, uh, on the Billboard Music Awards. So she danced and everything was just timed perfectly with the way that she was dancing and it was just really really cool so i i hope that people come out with more performances like this because these types of performances obviously gives more jobs to people who creates videos but it just it just shows how how much technology is part of our everyday life And for those who are listening in, 
all of the links to the videos and everything like that um, are going to be in the show notes and the description. Now, uh, Barry Johnson actually shared a video with me from America's Got Talent. It, it's a woman who is pole dancing who also uses the same type of technology, but she puts her own, her own spin on it. It's so cool and very innovative of using a display and dancing at the same time, perfect timing, everything like that. Um, and if you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend that you watch the whole thing because it's just really cool. So people in the chat are liking it. Johan said that that's fire. VG Tough Life said, make it rain. <laughs> So what do you guys think about this type of tech? Do you guys want to see it more normalized in media? Um, I would surely love to see something like that. Just like people get more and more creative. Johan gave the clap emoji and the surprise face emoji. So he's liking it too. Yay. Shay says that it's unique. Yes, it is very unique. And I think it's um I think it's weird that it took such a long time from 2011 all the way to now for um for that type of thing to be coming out again. I hope that they do it a lot more. BG Tech Flex says, I like it, but the background dancers need jobs. Um, there are background dancers in the Beyonce performance and in the Lizzo performance. Um, if you watch the whole thing at the, uh, towards the end, um, dancers actually do come out. So it, it isn't, you know, taking people out of a job. Now the pole dancer, the pole dancers by themselves. So yeah. <laughs> Johan, he said, BG, this ain't the club poll, sir. <laughs> Jojo, the techie says, I need to see that video. Yes, definitely. Savage says, I bet my, I bet my next check that it'll become more common within the next two years. Okay, cool. Who are you betting it with? <laughs> I'm not betting any of my money. <laughs> uh, Tech Fair Nee says, hi, welcome, welcome. Uh, Jojo says, well, the background dancers will still get work. That gets pre-recorded. Yes, obviously, because especially choreographers, because they're the ones who make up the dance. Five hundred four said, "Imagine if Michael Jackson would have done that kind of technology. Oh yeah, he would have killed it. Yeah, it would have been so cool." Savage says, "Imagine a room using that technology in all dimensions. Then we have Star Trek Hello Deck. Oh yeah, that would be. Um, actually, you actually bring up a good point, and I'm going to talk about that in the next in the next um, live stream." because there is something like that and so thank you for bringing it up i'll you i'll talk about it in the next time johan asks anybody else fat like me and ordering food just me okay <laughs> well i already ate before i started and it wasn't takeout Now, moving on to the next article, we have the Squid Game and Technology. 
So for those who have seen Squid Game, let me know in the live chat what is a type of technology in the show that you felt was the most unrealistic type of technology. So technology features heavily in the series, all starting with the use of data analytics to target the people they want to play the game. Using credit records, they find people with staggering depths and ones who would who would fit, who would be the perfect fit for the game. Once targeted, they are then subjected to a cruel game of luck. The analysis has proven that the targeted people will be more than happy to try to win themselves out of crippling debt. In game one, they play red light, green light. You might have played this version of it as a kid, although hopefully it wasn't like the one it is in the show. A gigantic animatronic girl stands at the front of a specially designed arena. When the robot girl isn't looking at the group, she sings red light, green light song. But when she turns her head to the contestants, all must stop instantly or they'll be gunned down and killed immediately. Anyone moving is targeted and killed using the girl's motion sensing technology. It doesn't take long for the competitors to realize the extremely real stake in the game. The use of CCTV throughout the series is a big part to play in the storyline, tracking people's movements, facial expressions, and activities during the games and during the rest of the period. However, the major technology architecture that supports the game is based in the cloud. Which cloud, I hear you ask? Microsoft, AWS, Google, Alibaba? We don't know. Throughout the series, you see different technologies being used. These include motion sensor, facial recognition software, thermal imaging, IoT, RFID scanning, CCTV, and business process automa automations. And then it has images of the technology being used in the show. So let's see what you guys have to say in the chat. So BG Tech Life says Squid Game was interesting. Yes, it was a very interesting show. Savage Scientist says they also use machine learning to calculate their winnings. Yes, that's true. Jojo the Techie says definitely the red light, green light dog can't be that accurate. True. Yeah, I, I would see how that would be uh, unrealistic. BG Tech Life said that he would have fallen. <laughs> Shake my head. Oh, thanks, Johan, for telling everybody to hit the like button. Appreciate it. Now, for me, I would say the most unrealistic technology would be the fact that the police officer is using an iPhone to document everything that's happening. And that phone lasts like up to five days and doesn't die. So for me, that was the most unrealistic technology. I don't think any phone will last that long. Now, if you go over to Netflix, they're actually creating a game show out of Squid Game. So it says exactly five, uh, 456 players will compete to win the life-changing reward of 4.56 million in the largest cast and lump sum cash prize in reality TV history. Players will be put to the test in a series of games inspired by the show, along with some surprising new additions that will push them to their limits. Strategy, alliances, and character are crucial in order to survive the tension. The stakes are high, but thankfully, in this game, the worst fate will be that anyone will face is going home empty-handed. So, would you guys play a game like this, knowing that obviously you you wouldn't you wouldn't die? But yeah, I I know that I I'm not. I don't have that much agility or anything like that. And also, would you watch this game show when it does come out on Netflix? At the end of this article, um, 
it says, are you still reading? What are you waiting for? You can enter here and you can actually enter in to see if you, if, uh, if you'd be chosen to be a part of the game show. Um, Jojo the Techie said, and also he doesn't get caught using it. Yes, I know that screen is so bright, right? Because when they, because when they have the CCTV on the people who are um, administering the game, you would see the bright screen, right? Jojo said, Mr. Beast did a great job on his Squid Game video, and there's a lot of VFX involved. Yeah, I think that's probably what made Netflix want to create this game. They saw how popular and how, you know, how many views and how it went for all for Mr. Beast. They're like, nah, 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 we got to get on it. 504 says, can't the loser just not win the money? Uh, not in the show. In the show, you either win or you die, unfortunately. BG Tech Life says, I'm cool, won't get me. <laughs> um, Tech for Your Knees asks, how about Mr. Beast making the Squid Game more popular? Um, I don't think, I, I think the game was already popular. It just wasn't a game show. But it was already popular. It was like the number one show for a really long time on Netflix. If anything, the show made Mr. Beast more popular. Uh, Savage Scientist said, I wonder how did they even get the service with all of that secrecy? You need to watch the show. You, you definitely need to, to watch the whole thing because, you know, it's not only the contestants that are, that are sworn to secrecy and they can't get out, but the people who are administering it as well, if they don't follow the rules, then they are killed off as well. Shay says, I haven't watched the first season of Squid Games. Oh, yeah, I definitely recommend that you watch um, the first season of Squid Game. The, the things that, we are, that we're talking about is, is not going give, to give it away. Um, you, I, you could watch the whole thing right now. And, and it, as far as like the emotions, the characters, like you're really, really going to like this show. I recommend it. BG Tech Life said, Mr. Beast's video had a crazy budget. I mean, all of his videos have a crazy budget. <laughs> He's either always giving away stuff or just doing some outlandish thing. But yeah, he always has a really big budget. Savage says, if they recreate the game or a game show, it will not be much different from Wipeout. I agree. I agree. It is, it is kind of like Wipeout. Uh, Tech Fairy says, "I never heard about it until Mr. Beast talked and talked about it. At least for me, I only watched one episode." Okay. All right, so we're gonna move on to our next article. Royal Caribbean partners with SpaceX Starlink for onboard internet. So for those who have been on Royal Caribbean or any type of cruise, have you guys had a, um, a hard time with the internet? So Royal Caribbean cruises will begin offering onboard internet via SpaceX Starlink satellite network. The partnership is an effort to combat historically bad internet connectivity when cruise ships are at sea. The technology will be deployed across all Royal Caribbean-owned cruises, beginning immediately with installation scheduled to be completed early next year. So I have never been on a cruise, and I'm not going to get on one for any time soon. But I have heard that it's been tough for people on cruises to have really good internet connectivity. Um, they're usually like, hey, I'm on a cruise. You're not going to be able to contact me. I'm out, peace, 
you know so i think it's really cool that spacex is going to be doing this obviously at a cost it's not going to be free or anything like that but the fact that people are able to stay more connected i think it's really good jojo the techie says starlink also partnered with t-mobile for remote areas yes i did hear about that and i think it's pretty cool Savage Sciences says that he's also never been on a cruise. Yep, I'm too scared to get on one. I'm also really scared of getting on a plane as well. And I've been on a plane and it's just, I felt like my heart was gonna fall out. Um, BG Tech Life said, cruise internet sucks and costs 15 bucks a day for slow speeds. What? $15 a day for slow speeds? How slow? Like 56K modem? <laughs> BG said, I love cruises before COVID. Oh, uh, yeah. That is kind of scary now, getting on a cruise and not knowing what other type of disease is going to conjure up out of, out of being closely together with humans. Uh, Brian Lau said, but you can avoid it, BG. How can you avoid the cost? I'm interested to know. Are you talking about using a VPN or something like that? Let me know. BG said, it's fast enough to look at social media. Savage Scientist said, them youngsters don't know about the 56K modem. <laughs> How you know they're a youngster? You don't know. <laughs> they might be an oldster. <laughs> 504 says, I don't think I could take a cruise. I feel you. Uh, Johan said, same, never been on a cruise or a plane. With planes, you have to remember that they don't fall out the sky often at all. If they did, the government will hold them back. True, but I'm so scared still. So scared to get on a plane. Brian said, that should be a feature to throttle your kid's phone. <laughs> Put them on 56K modem. Jojo the Techie said, the last time I was on a cruise, we were still able to travel to the Bahamas with your birth certificate. Oh yeah, now you need a passport in order to travel um, on a cruise that, and the cruise goes outside of the United States. Savage Scientist said, at Brian, I know at one time you could turn off the data on connected phones on a shared plan. Yeah, I guess they figured that it's not just only kids that are on the plan, it's also other adults. All right, so on to our next article. It's Twitter. The screenshot below may look a lot like an edited tweet that's because it is and you could be seeing more of them soon so this isn't just available for everyone right now this is only available for people who are on twitter blue so knowing that would you get twitter blue in order to get edited tweets so the edited tweet says this is an edited tweet we're testing it and then underneath that it says last edited uh 8 55 a.m twitter for iphone 
it's true. Edit tweets is being tested by our team internally. The test will be initially expanded to Twitter Blue subscribers in the coming weeks. Given that this is our most requested feature to date, we wanted to both update you on our progress and give you a heads up that even if you're not in the test group, everyone will still be able to see if a tweet has been edited. What is an edit tweet? So what is edit tweet, you ask? Great question. Edit tweet is a feature that lets people make changes to their tweet after it's been published. Think of it as a short period of time to do things like fix typos, add missed tags, and more. For this test, tweets will be able to be edited at a few times in 30 minutes following their publication. Edited tweets will appear with an icon, timestamp, and label so it's clear to the readers that the original tweet has been modified. Tapping on the label will take viewers to the tweet's edit history, which includes past versions of the tweet. So for context, the time limit and version history play is important is important role here. They help protect the integrity of the conversation and create a publicly accessible record of what is said. Hey, Jay Williams, welcome. Welcome. So Johan said, nope, he's not going to get Twitter blue. Jojo the Techie said, honestly, the cost of Twitter blue is not worth it for me. I feel you. Johan said, it makes absolutely no sense to charge just to edit a tweet. Nobody else charges for that. That's very true. Uh, Johan said, Twitter will learn from that mistake if they add it only for Twitter Blue. Um, I think it's not just only going to be for Twitter Blue. I think it's just only for Twitter Blue right now. And then it'll be expanded to everybody else. But they might change their mind. We'll see. Jojo the Techie said, for real, instead of adding nonsense features no one asked for, they couldn't give us this one that we were really asking us for years. Yes, I know, right? <laughs> I know. Yeah, I wish that it wasn't behind a paywall just because I think people who don't have Twitter Blue would use it more often. I've seen even like hashtags being like hashtags that have typos and stuff like that. So, yeah. BG Tech Life said, I need Twitter to pay me. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's true. <laughs> 504 says, I'd rather just delete the tweet and then tweet what I meant to say the first time. Yep. Hi, Dawn Boone. Welcome. Johan said he hopes so. Yeah, I hope so too. I hope it just goes out to everybody. The Hawks TV said, the social media platforms want to make that money. They sure do. BG Techlight says, I got too many subscriptions already. Same. <laughs> Same. Um, Deontay Howard said, wow, Twitter charging for edits. Anything for the money. Yep. And he also said, what's up? What's up, Deontay? Uh, Brian said, money, that's all they care about. Of course. Yep. Of course. So I actually went to that tweet from Twitter. And it's been edited multiple times from Twitter. And it didn't show that it was edited. So I, it looks like it's only also working for iPhone as well. So I didn't see the, the edit label. So hopefully they'll be fixing that soon. Hi, Stacey Ramsby. Welcome to the chat.
All right, so we'll move on to the next article. So it says, uh, French tax officials will use AI to spot 20,000 undeclared pools. French tax authorities use AI software, using AI software have found thousands of undeclared pools, uh, private swimming pools, landing the owners with bills totaling up to 10 million euros. The system developed by Google and Cap Gemini can identify pools on aerial images and cross-check them with land registry databases. Launched as an experiment a year ago in the nine French departments, it has uncovered 20,356 pools. The tax office said on Monday and will be ex- and will be extended across the country. Modifications to property, including adding swimming pools, must be declared to the tax office within 90 days of completion. As property taxes are based on rental value of the property, improvements mean an increase in taxes. A typical pool of 30 square meters would have taxed, would be taxed at about an extra 200 euros a year. So how do you guys feel about Google snitching on people? I mean, they said that this was just an experiment and now they're like, ah, this experiment is great. Let's give it a go. I think it's kind of messed up. Um, They also said that they're going to do this on other ones. So it says, we are particularly targeting house extensions like Vanderas, but we have to be sure that the software can find buildings with a large footprint and not just dog kennels or children's playhouse. The deputy director general of public finance told the newspaper. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, I feel bad. I feel, I mean, Obviously, people are trying to get away with it, but I don't know how I feel about this. I feel like they shouldn't have done this. That's how I feel. And it's not like people were given a heads up or anything like that. It was just done. So, yeah. I wonder how many times um, they're going to come out with something and say that it's just an experiment, but the experiment turns out to be then costly to other people. Bradley said illegal pooling. Damn. (laughs) That sounds like a pun. (laughs) Something said, did I hear about the edit button? I could use that. Yes, I did. I talked about it on um, part of the previous article. You do need Twitter blue in order to do it as of right now. Okay, so those are all of my articles today. Now, speaking of tech, um, I've been having some issues with other tech stuff. Unfortunately, our AC is messed up and we have to put in a whole new unit. That's going to be costly. And then the check engine light on my car is on, so I don't know what that is. It just it sucks when like tech just starts to like 
break down all at the same time. That's just messed up. Something said Twitter blue. Boo. <laughs> yes, Twitter blue. Boo. So after this live stream is done, I'm going to be over at Holla at Your Boys live stream. I'll put it in the chat here. And I know that for sure we're definitely going to be talking about um, the Samsung data breach. So definitely be there for that. Bradley said, at that rate, I'll just put an inflatable pool and take it down when I'm done. That's smart thinking. <laughs> People should just do that. But yeah, an extra $200, that's a lot of money. Especially with how much it costs to even, um, you know, put a pool in. That's a lot of money. Uh, Duan Boone said the light is most likely an O2 sensor. Septian said that he got that email today. Yikes. Easy Tuck Life said Sammy dropped that ball. Yeah, I didn't get that email. I think probably because I haven't bought anything from Samsung directly in a long time. I don't think I have a card connected to my account. I have not received that email that everyone has been getting. I hope I don't because that would just really suck. Yeah, 504 said that he got the email too. Yeah, it was really disappointing to to see that people were getting that email. I mean, we security breaches happen all the time, but you know, it just sucks. Um, Mother Oats said, my neighbor just threw away their above ground pool and put in eight years ago and they swam in it four times. Oh, wow. That's it. And welcome to the chat, Mother Oats. Septian said, stop letting third parties access your damn data. I know, right? Johan said, I just got the Pixel 6a officially back on Team Pixel. Oh, congratulations. I remember you said that you were thinking about getting the 6a. I'm glad that you got it. I know that people have been having like um, fast battery drain with their Pixel 6s ever since they got on the on Android 13. I know that I've been experiencing it. It drains really fast. Like, I'll be up at 6 and by 12, I need to charge my phone again. It's like at 20%. I do use my phone very heavily, but that wasn't an issue before. I usually would be able to go until like 8 p.m. and not have to charge again. Hey, Tech Boner, welcome. We're just casually chit-chatting here. Bradley said, security breaches suck. They try to find a way to get in no matter how good the security is. Yep, yep. Mother Oats said, I want a foldable iPad so bad. <laughs> yeah, you'll be waiting a long time because unfortunately, Apple is doing so good with their um, with their market share. They're really not trying to change too much. Even with what's going to come out right now, it's not going to be that much of an upgrade. And they seem to be doing incremental things. So hopefully I'll say within five years, they'll come out with a foldable iPad or foldable phones and, and try to be part of the foldable market. What do you guys think? A 19-inch foldable iPad. 19 inches. Wow. That's really big. That's like a laptop right there. 
Well, that's bigger than a laptop. Usually laptops are like between 15, 17 inches. Does does Apple come out with have an iPad that's that big? Hey, Tuck Lover Mama. You said you're late. Yeah, I'm I'm just wrapping up. We're just chatting it up with people right now. Johan said, you're going to be waiting for that foldable iPad for some years. Yep. Five oh four says, I just want a sixteen by nine iPad. Wait, they're not sixteen by nine? I thought they were sixteen by nine already. Savage says, Y'all make good points. I would have loved the foldable TV. Bradley says, My Pixel 6 get hot sometimes while just sitting there. Oh really just doing nothing, it'll just get hot. Oh, 504 says that they're closer to, to four by three. Okay. Tech Boner says, I doubt if they would do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go ahead and end the stream. Uh, like I said before, I'm going to be over at Holla at Your Boy. I'll put the link in here again. I thank you everybody for joining me and having a great time. Um, I loved all of yours perspective. I'll see you guys again Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you guys have a wonderful day. Bye. Tech Valor.